Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 831 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Joining us right now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline from Baltimore Sun, BaltimoreSun.com, Mike Preston. Listen, guys. We've had John McClain, now Mike Preston on one show. Who's got it better than us, Jeremy God? Michigan. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> hey, Jeremy is out of breath right now, uh, 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 Mike, because he actually – I'm going to post this on social media. <laughs> he went outside and he ran around the building. That doesn't sound like much, does it? Wait a minute. You're talking about Jeremy, who appears on Monday Morning Quarterback, the one who sets across from me. He <laughs> ran around the yeah. building. Yes, in my underwear. Oh. In his in his underwear. With it pulled up the crack of my ass too. So hey, hey, hey! Next time that happens, y'all call me. I want a video that yeah, we, we got did. Video. We got a video. I'm gonna post it on <laughs> social media now. Yeah. No, and you send that directly to me. I want to see that. In his underwear. No. And, and he got the tape. What are you doing over Turn there? Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, Rob, and you know we don't say underwear. He's in his drawers. In his drawers. <laughs> in his drawers, man. Hey, I had to make sure they were good drawers before I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Here the Ravens are. They got the home playoff game that they wanted, Mike Preston. You've been out there. Uh, what kind of minds? Is the mindset and the preparation out there different this week than it has been on a regular season? I think they know they, they need to turn it up. I mean, they're smart enough and guys been around long enough to know that, hey, if you lose, you're done. There, there's no next week. They realize that and, and, and they're focused and we'll see what happens. But no, they're, they're, they're on course. They're ready to go. And um, it's kind of, it, it, it fires everybody up, man. I mean, they know what's at stake and they remember 2019. It, it, it's in the back of their minds. And for those guys who've been around long enough, they remember the pain of uh, going through that season, getting home field advantage, and then one and done. So, nah, I don't think you'll see a repeat. Hey, Mike, people are talking about the Texans, and rightly so. He's, he's probably got the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Ten-win team going from what, three wins last year. However, <laughs> their offensive line is really beat up. Their center is like, the third-string center, I think. Um They've replaced the guards, the tackles. Tunsil's the only lineman of, of note. And the Ravens have, I believe, the best defense in the league, number one pass rush, certainly. Um, how much of an advantage do you think this gives the Ravens? I, I think their they're, they're offensive line is actually playing fairly decent. I mean, they're very physical. They're aggressive. 
not a, a group that you overlook. And they don't have a great running game, but they could suffice. It's slightly better than average. And then you throw a Stroud in the mix, anything can happen. So, and, and, and that's basically what has happened with this football team. He makes plays. You know, he's got a little bit of that Lamar up in him where he can run around and buy some time. But he's got a cannon. And, and that whole offense is built around him and play action and so forth. So that's their strength. Um, their offensive line is okay, but they're they're actually peaking at the right time. So um, they'll give the Ravens uh, somewhat of a challenge, but I, I don't think the Texans will beat the Ravens. I mean, they, they give up four, 47 sacks this year, mm-hmm. that offensive line. So I don't know. Yeah, and Mike, they say like bad weather could be, um, you know, kind of even the game out sometimes, depending on what both teams are playing in tough situations, but – Let's be honest, if, if the wind is as bad as they're saying it might be, that's got to favor the Ravens with Houston's inability to run the football successfully. Uh, but you got to look at it the other way. Um, Houston's secondary, especially their, their safeties, are terrible. And, and Lamar Jackson should be able to go deep. And I think he'll try it early in the game. And, but if that wind's blowing, how much does that affect the Ravens' passing game? Because um, the last time he played in that Miami game, he threw the ball well. Down the field, long passes outside the numbers, which he hasn't done in his previous five years. I mean, he was very consistent with that. So it does affect the Ravens game also. And remember how the Ravens play. Their style is usually to come out, start early, try to get some scores, and then they just kind of control the tempo with the running game. That's their style. But does that affect them coming out doing early? I, I don't know. Uh, hit Baltimore Ravens play on Saturday. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Here with Mike Preston from Baltimore Sun, BaltimoreSun.com. Mike, uh, if what do the Ravens have to do for this game to go the wrong way? What what, what goes wrong for the Ravens if this game goes the wrong way? Uh, turn the ball over. I mean, I, and, and I, I said that last week. If, if they don't turn the ball over, <laughs> they're, they're in the ball. I mean, because that was the problem early in the season. When you went back and looked at their losses, they were turning the ball over. And then, and then a lot of it was with um, Lamar. But then when you watch the last couple games that they won, you didn't have any turnovers. They're in last distance. Physically, they're, they're better than most teams. They're, they're better than all of them. They just match up well. But the great equalizer, as it is in, in every game, is turnovers. But when you're superior physically than most teams, then it really comes into play and just cut down on it. Don't turn it over. Even that last Pittsburgh game, they fumbled twice. Um, they gave them field position, including the last field goal that clinched the game for um, the Steelers. Take care of the football. And and that's been a major a, a major problem with this team early in the season. And you, all Harbaugh talked about was, um, let's correct this. Let's correct it. Stop turning the ball over. And, and they have. <laughs> Well, I think we're all in agreement about Baltimore. But what about these? Obviously, it's three other games this week. And the one I think we were conflicted on, or kind of all saw going either way, was Tampa Bay Detroit. Do you have any strong opinion on this game? I just don't think um, Baker Mayfield could come on and play another game like he did. The guy went through for 300 and some yards. And yeah. I don't even know how many touchdowns he had. But, I mean, he played lights out. They're back in Detroit, and they spin, and Detroit feeds off of that crowd. You have to. But they haven't won a playoff game in like 30 years or something, and then they win that one. And, man, it was loud. And it's indoor. 
that that's a difference maker. And you watch the way they play. I was surprised by golf. I mean, because when the Ravens played him and the Ravens came out and said afterwards, you hit him, you know, he gets a little gun shy. Well, he took some shots in that game and he just kept chucking. And maybe because he was playing um, Stafford and, and, you know, the deal and the, the trade and the whole bit. But uh, I, I don't know. Detroit is, is playing well. They start to believe. And when those teams start getting into that mode, that, that's a tough one. But um, Tampa Bay, they're okay. But I, I don't think they're in Detroit's class. I think the Lions are the second-best team probably over in that conference after San Francisco. All right, so how does this thing finish up um, as we look at the Ravens taking on the Texans? I mean, I I feel like they should be able to handle them. It seems like you think this might be closer. No, I, I think the Ravens control this game. Okay. I think they beat them 28-21. Uh, um, but you always got to just respect a team when they come in and they start winning and they start believing, and, and that's going to help them. And they have nothing to lose. Who picked the Texans to be at this spot? <laughs> Nobody. So they start thinking, yeah. They start thinking, oh, man, we're actually pretty decent. We're actually pretty good. Uh, you listen to all their interviews and stuff they were talking. That's all they kept saying is we believe, we believe. you got to watch those kind of teams. But the Ravens are just superior in every way, shape, and form. I, I think they win by seven at least, and, 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 it, and it might be worse than that. There you go. I agree with you. I think it's going to be a beatdown. Mike Preston, yeah. look forward to seeing you on Monday, my friend. Hey, and remember, Rob, is this the year of the Harbaugh? Is this the year of the Harbaugh? Mm. They win the national championship in college football. And if he wins the Super Bowl, John Harbaugh, that's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. It was as impressive as when they played in the Super Bowl against each other, the two brothers, and then all of a sudden, years later, you're playing national championship, you win, and then you win the Super Bowl. That, that's that's special. That's something there. Yeah, it is. That makes for interesting uh Summering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> hey, man, thanks a lot. Enjoy the weekend. Be safe. All righty. See you guys. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.